Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. And this is the X-Men Files, where we are talking about the X-Men. Um, ever uh, diligent in your research, you are researching right now. I know. I just flipped the page and realized that there was still like a whole other page that I have not read. So <gasps> I will, you know, <gasps> I'm, I mean, I think I always say that I'm not prepared. I would say that I'm probably less prepared than even my normal low state of preparation. But we're going to So we're for, gonna for our it. listeners, for our listeners, um, I, I can say... She might or might not be serious. We'll leave it up to you to no, decide no, at the end whether she was. So <laughs> whether whether it is detectable to the average listener that this level of preparation is more or less or about the same as usual. <laughs> it's less than usual. Detectable to me because I usually at least manage to get through the entire Powell thing, but I thought it was yeah. going to be a short one, but I flipped it over and it was there was more there were more words. Yeah. Plus, um, plus, 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 when I read the original issue this morning, while I did read it, um, I read it in a very chaotic place with a lot of chaotic, uh, neutral, chaotic, good, chaotic, chaotic evil, chaotic, good, chaotic, chaotic good. good. Okay. Was, well, yeah, well, there, was, that, there was just fine. a Sunday school lesson typical, going on nearby. Yeah, like barbarian a, kind of um, uh, character class yeah. approach to things. Very, so very this is loud. a barbaric thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that slurping that you hear is um, hot tea. Enjoying a, mugs of hot tea here. Just me enjoying it, I guess, because Brian drinks silently. Well, I mean, you do have that, that issue that prevents you from drinking <laughs> silently. Do I? Oh, you don't. No, oh, you could I drink don't. silently. That's what you're saying? I don't understand. It's hot. Yeah. Well, okay. The tea is yeah, hot. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing that prevents you from... Um, Drinking silently. Let's talk about issue number 240, because right. people are not here to listen to us talk about tea, unless you are, in which case let us know. By the way, um, it's possible that Cerebro at xmenfiles.com has gotten uh, some attention. I wouldn't know, because I, I stopped paying attention to that email uh, address a while ago. Yeah. I'll have another look at it, but we're going to have to shut it down at some point. I'll need to re-record the outro or, or something like that. It's, it's only like 20 bucks a year, but... Um, you should, we it. should keep it for 20 bucks a year. Or like, I, I don't getting, think that that's correct. Or, it's not? No. You don't think that we should keep it? Correct. Oh, okay. I was correct in saying that that was the part that I had identified as being incorrect. Wait, I thought you said it had gotten some attention. Like people were sending no, no, us it, the email. No, it, no, it's possible. Oh, it's possible. I see. So probably not. Got Vanishingly it. unlikely. Van okay. No, we should <laughs> but, still keep um, it. I like it. Maybe I'll send. Maybe I'll start sending you email on that. On right. That email address. All right. S send me some. Um, no, whatever. Yeah. Uh, send send me some email. <laughs> Issue number two hundred forty. Yeah. Um, X Men Inferno. Yep. The eye on uh, Inferno is starting to catch on fire. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And on the cover, we've got the Marauders, yep. um, a group that we've not seen for a little while. Yeah, I, I haven't missed them. You haven't missed them? I have not. I have. Really? Yes, I like the Marauders. Huh. They were, uh, we're going to leap into some, a, a brief analytic point, um, kind of reflective point before we get into the plot recap. The Marauders, I, I don't know how much detail I got into when we were talking about the Mutant Massacre. 
I had never really seen the X-Men or any other hero, uh, give or take Daredevil, like get their asses handed to them quite quite that way. Yeah. Uh, they established themselves as uh, a very, very powerful set of adversaries for the X-Men. Hmm. Uh, more, more so than others. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree with that. But I don't know. I didn't like them because there were too many of them all introduced at the same time. And I know how this is going to sound within the realm. It was too long. Realm. That's what you said. <laughs> that's it, not it, like, what it I'm should have been say. shorter. No, that's yes. not what I was actually not what I was going to say. Okay. Within the realm of comics, yeah. their powers seem dumb. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, their powers seemed implausible. <laughs> Which I know how that sounds. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. how it sounds. Um... <laughs> You sound dumb, <laughs> but utterly plausible. I so am. There is, you are you're I'm quite plausible. Plausible reality of your life. I will, yeah. I will, I will plause you till the cows come home. Yeah. So anyway, that was Strike the I, match. There were too many of them. And too I, many marauders. I couldn't quite figure out what their powers were. Oh, their powers were kicking, kicking the X-Men's ass. Yeah, ass fine. But... And, and nearly murdering Angel. And well... And, Murdering loads of Morlocks, nearly murdering Angel. That, that's one of the more... Uh, oh, yeah. Whatever happened to Angel? He went into uh, X-Factor. Oh. Yeah. What, okay. Which is where he was at the time. Interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, so yeah. go. go are you going to recap? Like, quick run-through recap? I think you should. Yes. Okay. I will... <laughs> We'll recap and see if you're going to add add more words to your question, nope. which was um, uh, simply, are you going to recap? Strike the match. We have uh, Scott and Madeline at the top of the Empire State Building in the Rainbow Room, a place I've never been to. Uh, they're listening to Glenn Miller. A more magical evening couldn't possibly imagine, be imagined. Mm. Eh, I could maybe imagine it. <laughs> but it does look romantic as hell. Uh, they're in an empty place. Uh, they're dancing... I feel like if I want to have a lot of romance, I either want to have it, like, in my own house. Right. Or, like, on a beach. But, like, huh. not in an empty restaurant that feels haunted. Empty restaurant does... Yeah. It feels kind of sad. <laughs> like, all the does. tables are set. Yeah. And I just think, like, man, they got to be taking a bath uh, financially <laughs> yeah, to create tonight. this romantic evening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, because I, I said that because there's no way in hell I would pay for an empty restaurant. No. I would be That's mad expensive, if, especially in Manhattan. I'd be mad if you did that. Well, I mean, you don't need to worry about that because I, I just said that, it, yeah. that. That was a weird response. <laughs> um, I'm telling you what my financial priorities are, and then you're instructing me about the thing that I just said. <laughs> but anyway, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rent out uh, an entire restaurant um, just for. The, also, like, you'd feel awkward because they've got too much, too many staff people uh, that night. So they're all just going to be staring at us. I just sat here thinking yeah. for like very briefly about restaurants that you and I have like, right. you know, historical restaurants that we've eaten at together. Historical restaurants. Like not historical, but sure. you know, like restaurants that, that yeah. yeah, notable in our, in our yeah. history. I've not eaten at many notable, eaten at many notable restaurants, but, but uh, far away. Well, yeah. No, but what I thought of notable to us, I mean like notable oh, in okay. the history of uh, The us. history of us? Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah okay. The first place that popped into my mind for some reason was Mai Tai in Chicago. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I we've been to other places yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> other than Mai Tai. Um, uh, I, I twice I've eaten at uh, Tony Bourdain's restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's not there anymore, but uh, Brasserie uh, Lele mm -hmm. uh, in, in Lower Manhattan. I, I've eaten there twice. Uh, they, they closed it down. Tony was not working there mm -hmm. at the time, but um, it was pretty cool to go there. And okay, well, this is where he used to work. Yeah. Yeah, that was that neat. Cool. Uh, good. It was a good restaurant. Yeah, good, we had good some fancy food. places in uh, in London. Went to Nobu. We went to Nobu. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. 
Okay. Sorry. Um, I won't distract you. Actually, real quick anecdote. <laughs> Speaking of empty restaurants, we're just going to do like the uh, 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 the analysis, the response while we're recapping. I was in Kuala Lumpur for work mm-hmm. with a uh, colleague. No need to worry about who it was, who he was. Uh, we went to a restaurant. Like, it was like, okay, where do we go? Who knows? There's a Korean restaurant. And I was like, oh, hey, let's go here. We were the only two people in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Was it romantic? No, <laughs> no. I mean, you know, like, me and another dude. But what was wild about it was because it, 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 it was empty when we got there. I don't know what time of day it was. Maybe that place was absolutely uh, off the hook three hours later. Yeah. But for whatever reason, place is empty. They doted on us. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I, like I'll take a sip of water and they'll just like fill it up again. They were like, like just I don't know, like four or five people, never more than about you know a couple of feet away. <laughs> it feels like it would be it very just, annoying. It was pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty I don't weird. Think I would like that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of what goes through my head when I see this. So with respect, Mr. Claremont, thank you very much for all that you've done. Um, I can imagine more magical evenings. <laughs> All right. I don't want to yuck their yeah. yum. But yeah. uh, Scott and Madeline are uh, dancing. Yeah. Madeline uh, has uh, this really elegant, uh, awesome looking dress, mm-hmm. which changes mm-hmm. every panel. It does we go to the next a lot. Yeah. Page, I noticed that too. And yeah, she's showing lots of leg. Um, which she One has point, it had long sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's like... um, it's, it, it, page, uh, page three. How do you describe that dress in the middle with all the weird? I don't even know what the how to describe that. The the, the weird stringy. Oh yeah, I thing. don't know how to describe that either. It's like yeah. a like, Thought a, it would have a, like name. a t-shirt from the eighties that they used to like like fringe. Maybe that yeah, would be a word yeah. to describe it. Yeah. So then it's that. Her belly is showing. Yep. Then on the next page. On page four. Or like at the even on the top of page four, like it's got long sleeves. Right. <laughs> then it's a turtleneck on page on the next page. Yeah, page, uh, yeah. Oh, also, uh, so I'm on page four. Again, this is page four, not in the print version, yeah. but in the uh, Marvel Unlimited version. Yeah. Uh, we've got these weird Ghostbuster guys yeah. who are trying to bust some ghosts yeah. or something. Measure the height of the Empire State Building. And uh, Scott is referred to as a kibitzing Playboy dilettante. <laughs> the Empire State Building is growing. State building uh, something which is longer than it is wide. It is growing. It is getting longer, folks. Um, and there's going to be sexual innuendo throughout <laughs> this throughout this issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Ghostbusters are sent to the elevator, and we know what happens in an elevator. <laughs> I love the line. I don't remember these murals from when we came up. <laughs> it's like you look at the murals, and they're like very, very dark. Yes. Yes. Uh, right. The door is for pity's sake. Someone help me get out. Uh, that's creepy as fuck. Yeah. The elevator is really creepy. Yeah. yeah the rainbow room, I don't think is in the, I, I need to look up where the rainbow room is. I said that it was in the Empire State Building because I want to say that I saw that in uh, Jason Powell, but I don't think that it is. No, it's not in the Empire State Building. It's at Rockefeller Center because. Yeah, that sounds more like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Madeline is, I'm on page six now. Madeline is checking in on the Empire State Building, which right. is growing. And she's got. Uh, upper we're just going to talk about <laughs> yet again we're going to talk about what madeline is wearing upper right hand corner that is quite the outfit page page six page six upper right hand corner that is i mean it's a, a, a view from the front but that is a lot of madeline's ass yeah what's weird so like 
here's my question. Let's hear your question. Like, is it is is it intentional that she's always like? Is it? What that she's always in a different she's dress? always in a different dress. Is or, it intentional? Yeah, or is it like a mistake? Yeah. No, good heavens, no, it's not. A it's mistake. intentional that she's. Always yeah, yeah, in a yeah. You dress. couldn't possibly make this kind of mistake. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, because even right there on that page, there's like two panels right next to each other with two different dresses. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now, how Scott is not noticing it is a bit of a mystery. Yeah. But um, not one that I'm, I'm going to be too upset about. Also, I, I didn't notice this, uh, but I read either in Real Gentleman of Leisure, I think in Real Gentleman of Leisure, that the mural bottom left of page six, the Ghostbusters are now in the mural. Oh. This is is really fucked up and creepy. This this elevator, this elevator murder slash demonic portal is uh, really messed up. Huh. Interesting. All right, but um, Scott and Madeline don't get trapped in the elevator because um, what's it? Uh, Gateway pulls them back Out, to Australia, right. and then she fucks off right away. She fucks off right away. Uh, same dress throughout on page seven. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. She fucks off, and where and, and, and where does she fuck off to? She fucks I off. ended that sentence with two prepositions. <laughs> <laughs> to where does she off fuck? <laughs> That's funny. Um, yes. She fucks off to Jean Grey's, uh, like, grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she fucks off to Jean Grey's grave. Um, something I didn't notice, but again... Saw in Real Gentlemen of Leisure, she is seeing Scott talking at Jean's gravesite. Uh, Madeline never would have seen that, right? That's so right. she has no memory of that. So. Imagining, yeah, yeah, she's imagining. Well, uh, uh, imagining right. it with one hundred percent accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's theory that maybe she she has some some nascent telepathic powers that are permitting her to do this. Um, she does remember her own wedding vows, which fair. And um, kind of a decent approximation of, uh, of Paul Smith there, bottom center panel. Uh, it still looks like Mark Silvestri, but I, I want to say um, he is trying to to mimic that a little bit. Huh. Uh, I may be off base there, but um, okay. But it, it, that was the Paul Smith era of the X-Men right. when uh, they got when married. Happened, yeah. uh, Madeline is pissed. Uh, Scott was a liar and kind of makes a compelling case there. Yeah, he, I mean, he was he was a pretty shitty husband. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been sad, you know, I've been sad for her and have been wondering a long time where Scott also wears her kid and, you know, not now, but earlier in earlier issues. It's like, why doesn't she seem more distressed about where her kid is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, As parents, we we find it difficult to relate to uh, people's indifference to where their children are. Jean Grey's parents show up all of a sudden. I, I, that, that was uh, weird to me when I read it the first time. Was there any ex- rhyme or reason about why they're all there at the same time? No. Okay, fine. They just happen to be there, which is their bad luck because Madeline turns them into a couple of demons. Yeah, but it's weird to me, too, because, like, Scott wasn't there, right? She's just remembering. Or, right. Like, for, you know, so, yeah. like, it wasn't actually clear to me whether they were actually there or it was, like, That was what I thought like at forced... first, but no, they're, they're there. They're there. Okay. They, yeah, they're there. <laughs> there they are. Uh, yeah, so Madeline turns them into demons. Uh, Nastir shows up. Yes. Um, he was in. He was in the last issue. Yes. yes. He and he's all over uh, exterminators and the other uh, Inferno tie-ins. Right. 
words, 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 back in Australia. Well, no, Nestia, hold on. Nestia turns up and then they have this sort of like uh, debate about which one of them is actually like working for the other one, right? She seems to think, he seems to think that she's working for him, but she seems to think that he's working for her and kind of, uh, and there's the... uh, Yeah, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Yeah, so she's, and, and here she's talking about how she, you know, she wants her, her baby back and he has promised to, yeah. uh, you know, reunite them. At last. At last. We're back in Australia. And now, meanwhile, in Australia, Rogue is uh, skating, roller skating, uh-huh. with some fabulous knee pads and uh, 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 an outfit that... You would never actually roller skate in, in case you fell down. In 1988, you might. Maybe you would. Uh, You you very probably would. It's like a weird midriff-bearing tube top. I don't even know how to describe that. Yeah, that's Um, what it is. It's a tube top. Yeah. And short shorts and knee pads and roller skates, and it's all gold. But she was wearing a helmet and elbow pads, actually. Exactly. Yeah, elbow pads. Yes, you'd totally go roller skating in that. Right. Um, Dazzler is pissed because apparently Rogue has been raiding Dazzler's closet. Uh, and making time with her boyfriend. Is, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And making time that that, that feels a little bit um, uh, um, unearned. I think they were just hanging out. Also, the, the relationship status between Dazzle and Longshot they do establish that they're sort of a couple, but we don't see loads of that. Yeah, it's unclear. I thought that's something borrowing... that's sort of like said rather than shown. I thought that the borrowing the clothes, like as for the outfit, didn't mean any harm. Just wanted to see what it was like. Like that's bizarre, <laughs> you know that. Yeah, like... yeah. Because that's like a very, you know, it's not like I borrowed your coat. Like it was just there, and I borrowed it because it was cold. It was like I borrowed these coochie shorts that are like yes. right up your butt. <laughs> you know, yes. I don't know. Yeah, that's gross. So they they begin to fight over Longshot. Longshot says, "If you're fighting over me, th- this isn't like this isn't hot." <laughs> um. All right. The fight carries them into someone's bedroom, maybe uh, Psylocke's bedroom, where Colossus is sketching her. She is covering herself with a sheet, mm-hmm. but is otherwise very probably butt ass naked. Yeah, that was... More innuendo, folks. The Empire State Building is getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was like, did, yeah. he, is he... Like, that just seemed to come out of nowhere. What, her, what? Him drawing her. He's been drawing. His art talent has been established. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, okay, if you're, if you're sketching a person, sketching someone nude is this weird and and in my view kind of pervy thing that artists do i don't know like yeah like, okay the greeks <laughs> have statues of new yeah it celebrates the human physique or the greeks man let me tell you about the ancient greeks <laughs> you know you know what they got up to right before or right after the, uh... they invented the word pederasty <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to tell me that it was that it was all about the human physique, and that zero percent of it was that Greek artists love to get freaky. <laughs> and people have been trading on that. This is like, like this is the, the, the skeeviest seventies swinging pickup line. Hey, baby, I'm out of here. come to my class. We'll just get you. Well, you got to take your clothes off, baby. <laughs> and, you know, and it's just okay. Um. So to to recap, artists are sexual deviants <laughs> for the most part. All right. All right. So they crash through the thing. <laughs> Colossus is pissed. Yeah. And, yeah. The four poster uh, bed. Ooh boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really something. 
Uh, so, uh, okay. We're now in the basement where Scott is doing some computer stuff. What I, uh, yeah, I, 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 was, I was irked by the line at the very top of the page. Long shot, what you said may be true, but it wasn't nice. Ali made her intentions plain from the start. You should have done the same. I... Unclear, yeah. I their relationship intentions are sort of unclear, yeah. I mean, at what point did I make my intentions clear to you? <laughs> <laughs> and would that have been, like, I don't know, I thought you were cute the day that I met you, but I wasn't going to make any intentions plain. <laughs> we had to wait a couple of years for that. Yeah, I mean, when you, you know, I don't know, maybe they, I don't know, I don't know, I have not been, maybe if I went back and reread, you know, specifically looking for signs of uh, Longshot and Dazzler's relationship. Yeah. Although I did think that they were together. No, no, definitely, yeah. definitely. But, but it's it's kind of a typical thing of, in this one, I think that Longshot is utterly blameless. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm. And Scott is... Scott says, uh, you should have made your intentions plain from the start. Maybe Scott's just feeling guilty for either trying to bang or actually banging <laughs> yes, his exactly. brother's wife. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a glass house yeah. there. <laughs> for sure. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was about to say nailing his brother's widow, but no, his brother's still very much alive. alive. I don't know that they keep in touch. It's like, uh, hey, Scott, haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> Thought you should know yeah. I'm banging your... X, your actual parentheses question mark wife. wife. Yes, your wife, <laughs> just your wife. And then there's also the sort of foreshadowing that something weird is, uh, um, that uh, that Madeline's up to something weird because it's like she's been tinkering here by herself. Sure, uh, it changes. Even I can't figure out. Right, so it's okay. like you start to get, a, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's meant to be like a, a first clue for him that he will piece together later that something yeah. isn't quite right with her. Th that's a reasonable interpretation. It's not the one that I had. I, I just I read that as Madeline is technically skilled. Mm. I mean, it could be both. Por qué no but... los dos? Yeah. Por qué no los dos? Qué no los dos? Storm and Wolverine appear. Uh, Wolverine announcing his presence by his uh, cigar. They figure out that, okay, the Marauders are probably in the Morlocks Tunnel in Manhattan. The X-Men are about to engage with uh, Gateway and go roughing them up. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, in Nebraska, which is its colloquial reference, orphan age, the basement of the orphanage, excuse me, which has gotten some massive technical upgrades, and there's all sorts of dark, bizarre shit happening. Right. Pods. This, yeah, there are pods. Um, bottom of page 15. What did you make of the bottom of page 15 before I say something possibly spoily? I took, well, I took all of page 15 to, to be that she realizes that, that the baby that she saw in Genosha mm -hmm. was somehow herself. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. And so that she was not actually person born of people but was right. like somehow lab created or something yeah. yeah yeah cool that is pretty much how you were meant to interpret that and that's how i interpret it mm -hmm. uh back in manhattan the marauders are i don't know uh marauding they're moving they're moving in yeah yeah they're, they're, re moving they're into... redecorating they're doing like a new york city yeah style uh up update yeah in that tunnel 
This is where things got really chaotic for me this morning while I was reading. So the okay. whole fight was just a lot of like... There's a fight. It's actually pretty great. Yeah. And, and for me, it was very satisfying because it is the mirror image practically of the Marauders beating the shit out of the X-Men. Hmm. The X-Men show up and just wail on them. Yeah. Yeah, Colossus, uh, his experience, his first experience with the Marauders nearly killed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was pretty badly crippled, um, and he's ready for payback. Yeah. And this is one where I will just be comic book teenage sure. fanboy wish fulfillment reader and enjoy the heck out of him punching the fuck out of people. <laughs> Had they been looking for them? Like, how did... I remember, like, the transition between how oh, they... Why are the X-Men there? Yeah, like, I know they Alex saw them, them. Yeah. yeah. But was just was it just like, hey, it's the Marauder, or were they like, let's go look for the Marauders? Or it uh, really you know how you've been trying to track down the Marauders ever since we settled here? That's on page... Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's not a super solid callback. Yeah. It, 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 it's a little bit forced, but yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. I think that's a fair read on that. Okay, um, this is one not super easy to recap. There's a fight, <laughs> and the X-Men kick their ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, notable, though, on page 20, can't remember the name of the Marauder because, uh, as a wise person pointed out, there are too many of them. <laughs> um, on page 20, whichever Marauder that is, oh, actually, he actually says it, hang on, Ba-ba-bam. Blockbuster, who I don't think is one of the original Marauders. Blockbuster, having been punched uh, punched all to fuck, gets nabbed by a bunch of demon arms. Into the wall. Into the wall. Because why not? Yep. Yep. Cool. Then they go on fighting. Yep. yep. There's more fighting. Polaris is there uh, as Malice. Malice has taken over Polaris and ruined her hair. Uh, Alex... <laughs> Does not want to attack her. Right. Recognizes her. Yeah. Yep. And then at the end, they're like, uh, something. They're trying to get away. What page are you on? I'm on page... 22? 22. Great. Yeah. So Colossus gets, not punched, but um, some super heroically forced through the <laughs> through the floor of uh, some office building, 560... Oh, 666 uh, Madison, I think, maybe. Yeah. Fast. Um, I want to say that might be Marvel's old headquarters. I'm going to look that up in a minute. All right. I cut you off. No, Sorry. no, you're fine. Go ahead. So I was just going to say at the end, they're like, what had, like, uh, they're trying to get away. They climb out of a hole. They're in the desert. I don't know. Where are they? And then they're Manhattan. like, what's happened to the city? They're not in Manhattan because there are like sand dunes behind them. Where do you see sand dunes? On page 22. I have no idea. Bottom right hand panel. What indeed? Oh, fair enough. Yeah, Behind yeah, them, that. where are they? Yeah, it was like rubble, but it doesn't look like city rubble. It looks it, like nature. Okay. Um, that is a fair observation. I'm just going to say that uh, the other five panels on that page don't suggest sand. I mean, the one before does, but that's fine. It does not. Yeah. So... Oh, that's city rubble. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. What has happened to the city, has which, has, the city? Uh, which is Manhattan? Which we will not find out in this issue, because then... Because then... We come back to Madeline. To the orphan age. To the orphan age, and yeah. we re-meet Mr. Sinister, or... 
You have a name, chum. Most refer to me as Mr. Sinister. Yes. Yeah. But you may call me Father. Dun, bum, bum, dun, dun. Dun. Yeah, that's it. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff happening in this one. A lot of stuff happening in this one. But um, give me your reaction while I look up where Marvel's headquarters were. Sorry, that yeah. was me making a lot of noise. Um, my reaction was it was it was good. It was fine. Yeah, it was not, you know, had the fight, which was I had a hard time kind of following because of the all the distracting things that were happening around me. Uh, still feels very much like a setup issue. You know, haven't gotten to the like fireworks factory yet. I always like to see, you know, a, like all the old X-Men having a fight together. Good times. And uh, that is actually most of it. It was a, an enjoyable read. Cool. You're, you're making a confused face. I, so I'm I not making like I need to keep talking. My apologies. <laughs> I, I should not have uh, gotten into that task. Um, I'm just looking for the Okay, never mind, never mind. Um, actually, I want to say DC headquarters. Um, I, I saw a listing that, that showed them at 660 Madison, but they might have been 666. One of them was at 666. Mm. I know, because of that, 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 that's, um, yeah, yeah. Obviously that's a fucked up address. Uh, okay, so you you were waiting for them to get to the to the fireworks factory. I, I think we're very much there. I don't know. It still felt a little set up to me because I'm still not sure what Mr. Sinister's like, uh, role that's is. Fair. But, you know, that's fair. That's fine. I mean, because usually, like, once we get to the fireworks factory, we're not there for very long. And then it wraps yeah. up pretty quickly after that. So yeah. it's, like, still feels like not the not the apex issue. You know, like, there's, uh, you know, a handful more. Yeah. Uh, that's a fair take. Uh, for me, a, a lot of stuff happened in this issue. I, I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do agree with you that, that it does feel like we're not quite in full swing. Right. Um, so I'm looking forward to that happening next issue. Yeah. I did not read the entirety or even half of the Powell <laughs> uh, thing, but one thing that he talked about or sort of seemed to focus, did you read that? Did yes. you read his whole yes. thing? Yeah. Talked about like the, the sort of pretty egregious uh, cross, cross branding right. of this particular kind of crossover story right compared to what they had done in the past and that yeah. it was uh you know he didn't seem again i didn't read all of it but he didn't seem like that happy about it he felt like it was a little too much i, I would i would i'm sure share that view it, it, and that's not um that's not uncommon the the marvel crossovers started kind of in the 80s uh, I mean, he he references mutant massacre. That was definitely one of them. But Secret Wars was was big time, and Secret Wars Two mm-hmm. was another big time crossover. Uh, Marvel has done the crossovers to death mm-hmm. every year. Sort of every summer they'll do one, uh, and I've I've read a few of them. Civil War was okay. Um, yeah, uh, House of M would be another. And mm-hmm. I, I read. Like they've done them every summer since then. Um, uh, damn near, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, give or take, uh, maybe they have. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Um, it, it is, it is annoying. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the mutant massacre, like Daredevil has uh, an issue there, and the way that they can shoehorn something like the rest of the crossover into a title is disappointing to mm-hmm, say the least. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. a, it's just a, a very cynical ploy. So the daredevil issue with the mutant massacre, daredevil is doing his own thing. And then for like three or four pages, daredevil is down in the sewers in New York, 
having a fight with Sabretooth. Like, Sabretooth bursts through a wall. Oh, my God, what the fuck is that? And then they start fighting, and then Sabretooth, like, um, I got to go kill some mutants. And he runs away, and they're like, God, what, what the fuck was that? And then it's back to... Then, then we'll like, never see him again. God yeah. damn it. It's yeah. just, like, it's just, it's just like renting real estate yeah. in another comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this case, I, I've read um, three out of the four of the Exterminators issues. I need to catch up on X Factor and New Mutants. I have not done that since we last recorded, hmm. but I'm, I'm kind of eager to check in. Okay. Yeah, Nastir has not been uh, that visible of a presence in the X Men yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much present in uh, the Exterminators, and I think in X Factor as well. X Factor. I don't know what the fuck's going on. X Factor. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm absolutely uh, clueless hmm. there. So I've read like two because I I read about the first twelve or so issues of X Factor, and then there's like a, a set of about twenty that I haven't, haven't read. read yeah. Scott is looking for his kid. Oh, uh, um, minor. Everybody's looking dish. for this kid. Yeah. Yeah. Scott and Gene are also in Nebraska. Right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. At the orphan age. The orphan age. Okay. Well, cool. I will uh, look forward to next week where we are, I think, we'll be recording again. Yes, we will. That is the plan. Okay, so nothing more about the X-Men. Probably not. What else do we want to talk about? What do we want to talk about? I don't know. Have we seen any movies Uh, since last time? I I, want to say no, uh, fascinatingly. We watched Date Night. We did watch Date Night. We don't need to say much about that. It's (laughs) it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, our daughter probably loved it, and our son hated it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he hated it. He was he was not interested in watching yeah. it. Um, it. It's it's inessential, but it's also uh, pretty harmless. You yeah, know, uh, decent fun. Um, I don't have loads else, pop culture wise. Not tons else. We're watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes, I was about to. Yeah, that is. That's been great. Yeah, I enjoyed the second two episodes. I mean, I enjoyed the first one, but. It was too long. It was not too long. It was just too a little bit. It was not too long. Here's what I'm going to do to make you happy. Next time, the two of us, we're going to watch a movie mm-hmm. this week, like in the evening. And I'm going to set a timer. And 100 minutes in, I'm just going to stop the film. <laughs> it'll just be a cliffhanger. No, it'll Whatever be exactly, happened, happened. It'll be exactly, <laughs> exactly the, the right, right length. <laughs> Right? It'll be, you know, 100 minutes and like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. I don't usually think that it's too long <laughs> yeah. until it like breaches two hours. 120 minutes yeah. then. I'll set a two timer hours for 120 minutes. time in my yeah. brain that I think a movie yeah. is. You'll be disappointed then because I think that uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest is uh, slightly more than two hours. Yeah. I mean, that's fine, but... Which we're watching tonight. Yes. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that? Yeah. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... <sighs> How about Gandhi? We could watch Gandhi. I don't want to watch Gandhi tonight. Because it's too long. It's too long. How about The Right Stuff? How long is that? It's about three hours. Uh, no. Might be two and a half. I'll look it up. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you've enjoyed it. I have enjoyed it. Yeah. That's, I don't have a lot to actually say about it, but I have enjoyed it. I hope that Apple commenter... They couldn't possibly be listening <laughs> Still listening? <laughs> yeah, as I'm like mansplaining <laughs> film length to you. Uh, you're not mansplaining anything. We are uh, <laughs> married together and we're, we're married together. having a conversation. The right stuff is three hours and 13 minutes. No. 
<clears throat> I do not feel the length of that movie at all. I don't know. That's I a movie I've, that I have I just seen it. Ab- but I, I absolutely adore that movie. Uh, what's that rated? Let's watch that. It's it's three hours and thirteen minutes. Mm, okay, I'm watching yeah. two. What's it rated? I don't know what it's. I I know this though. My I want to say sixth grade class saw that movie in a theater. I had already seen it, mm-hmm. so I saw it when I was like eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. There's language mm-hmm. there. Um, there's a whole thing about masturbation, <laughs> which sure. was kind of semi over my head yeah. at that age. <laughs> but so I remember this. The, cl- the so the school t- whichever uh, classes what you know, the school teacher said. Um, hey, we're going to do the movie the right stuff, and I, and I like either raise my hand or I just uh, it burst out. Oh, that movie's awesome! <laughs> and oh, so you think it's like like age appropriate? Like ah, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And we see the film, and then, like these days, people would be outraged uh, by it. And and the teacher even said. Like, yeah, okay, uh, you know, uh, that was maybe a little more adult than you were expecting, but I expected people to handle it. There's a scene, um, uh, Sally Rand, who is a, a dancer, she, she dances with fans, she dances, like, naked. Mm-hmm. You don't see much of anything, you see her silhouetted, but what, what the teacher said was, you know what, uh, this happens in a scene where Lyndon Johnson is celebrating the astronauts. Uh, if the vice president of the United States thought that was an appropriate thing, then I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm sure there was like a permission slip that went home to... Probably. Yeah. Uh, who gave any fucks back then? <laughs> you know? I mean, I... I'm simultaneously sad, and yet I, I feel a, a kind of righteous whatever about being the sort of person who says, back in my day, we were loads tougher. But I, there, there's a little bit of merit uh, in that, that, that um, uh, sometimes, you know, the pearl clutching and swooning kind of, kind of irritates me. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, we were, we were for sure tougher in some ways, but there were also less things for us to like, you know, like, you know, you went to the movie and you saw that fan dance yeah. you know whatever there wasn't like a lot more that you could like now it's like you can come home and google that yes. which will then lead you potentially to some like more explicit content at yes. the time the it was just like the thing was just yeah. there you saw it and that was it right this is true at the same time this is this is uh, i'm not going to say this negates what you're saying because i agree with that the internet's full of fucked up shit um one difference Go to Times Square in Manhattan today. Yeah. There's an M&M store. There's other shit. I went to Times Square and like, call it 1983. When it was made out of junkies, prostitutes. When it was made out of smut. Yeah. <laughs> we got a hotel somewhere near there. And like my, my mom, my brother and me, like, we're walking around Manhattan. And I'm like looking at the peep shows, 25 cents for 15 minutes, all this shit. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like 11. I'm like, this is... This is raunchy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right? There is a, a neighborhood in Boston, probably doesn't exist anymore, called the Combat Zone. Mm-hmm. That's where you went to pick up whores. <laughs> People just talked about it. It's like, yeah, it's pretty close to the Combat Zone, but don't... Mm-hmm. Like, like, you pick up whores, but, but also, like, there was the, 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 the adult bookstores and film stores and everything like that. Um, it, 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 and again, I'm, the, the internet's super yeah. gross. But... It is notable that, in some sense, the 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 commercial commercialization of lust and the existence of lust, like 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 that, 
it's not visible in the same way that it used to no, be. No, and it, yeah. that's almost a bit because, like, there was, you know, like, there was a level, you know, despite what Brene Brown could, would... What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. Okay. What I have some... you believe? Um, you know, shame is, like, a useful element So that it, that it would have Brene you Brown, who wrote, like, all okay. this stuff about shame. What do you... I'm not doing anything. I'm just getting Are you not hearing anything? I'm not hearing any noise that I am creating. Okay, somebody's creating noise. Possible. All right, I'm um, looking around to see if I can find the source of the noise. Can Can you describe the ruckus? <laughs> All right, sorry about that. Um, uh, Brene Brown. And, is... No, I mean I don't want to. I don't want to defame Brene Brown, but you know the, that like seeing that at eleven like did give you the sense that like like it's a little skeevy, right? Oh yeah. Like you could go and seek yeah. that out, but you would have to go to these like skeevy places, you know. Yeah. Now. You know, obviously, on the internet, there's no skeeve about it at all. You're in the right. privacy of your own home. Yeah, but that's I also not a think good thing. Culturally, it's been a little bit. You know, I'm not sure that all the de-skeeving of that sort of culturally has also been positive. Some of it has, but there is a ceiling on that, yeah. and the ceiling may be lower than than some people, people would have think. you believe. Right. Exactly. Anyway, in olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked upon as something shocking, but now, God knows, anything goes. <laughs> How are we fixed for time? Yeah, we're fixed great for yeah. time. Okay. We'll come in a little bit short, but okay. that's okay. I don't think that my, we mean, have a whole lot to... Because uh, I'm middle-aged, my back today somehow extra hurts from sitting here. So no worries. I could say goodbye. You can say goodbye, yeah. and I will say goodbye, too. Goodbye. Could you say goodbye once again? Goodbye. So like we, after I'm done so that people can hear you say it, and go now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.